Thank you very much, uh, Pastor Ruel, for the uh, nice introduction. We uh, worship uh, the Almighty God because of who He is. He is worthy to be worshipped. He is good. He is gracious, generous, and uh, great. Purihin po ang Panginoon. Good morning po sa lahat. But I believe that we are better than the morning because uh, we are alive physically and I believe we are also alive spiritually. Amen po ba? <laughs> More importantly, we are here together as brothers and sisters worshiping God in spirit and in truth. It is with uh, joy and pleasure to be with you this morning after uh, the deadly pandemic. <laughs> Buti nga kayo dito, pandemic lang eh. Sa Pilipinas, hindi lang pandemic. Meron pa kaming paing na maraming pinatay. Uh, meron pa kaming earthquake. Meron pa kaming dinggi. Kaya sabi nila, eh, name all the... Uh, <laughs> uh, Mga bagay na hindi maganda nandun sa Pilipinas. Mga disasters. But anyway, God is good. God is faithful. Whatever you experience this past two years, God is good. Kaya nga nandito tayo ngayon sa umaging ito. In behalf of the uh, Highland Metropolitan Assembly of God Church, I would like to uh, express our warmest greetings to all of you, brothers and sisters. Also, allow me to extend my appreciation to the leadership of this church uh, under the leadership of Pastor Ewell for inviting me to share from the Word of God. Hallelujah. I was requested to share from 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7. <clears throat> this verse contains the three-part uh, legacy of Paul. Primarily to Timothy, and secondarily to all the believers in Christ, which includes us. It says, I'd like to read it from the New Living Translation of the Bible, I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, and I have remained faithful. Sa Tagalog, nakipaglaban ako ng mabuti, natapos ko ang takbuhin, at nanatili akong tapat. I would like to share an important truth from the second part of this uh, legacy of Paul to Timothy and to us believers, which is in 2 Timothy, the second part of uh, verse 7, chapter 4, it says, I have finished the race. Natapos ko ang takbuhin. This is my uh, foundational text uh, this morning. Paul sees the Christian life and ministry as a long-distance run, like a marathon race with a clear path and a clear finish line. Knowing what uh, his goal was, he can confidently say that he had completed his race. And... Uh, The clear finish line is the, is the end of life and ministry of Paul in obedience to God 
and a faith that is intact, ready for the judgment seat of Christ, where his deeds will be judged. There were many obstacles that Paul faced during his ministry. But by the grace of God and the power of the Holy Spirit with him and in him, he was able to overcome these obstacles. Aside from preaching the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, helping to establish churches to finish his race faithfully, he also made one very important task, and that was mentoring Timothy, his successor. Now, mentoring Timothy was a great activity of Paul that I would like to share in connection with the second part of the legacy of Paul when he said, I have finished the race. I would like to use this title for my sharing with you and for our direction this morning. How God mentored Timothy through Paul. Kung paano minintor ng Diyos si Timotheo sa pamamagitan ni Pablo. Someone says that there is no success without a successor. Ewan ko kung naniniwala kayo doon. Paul has something more to say about this great truth. In order to ensure success, Paul mentored Timothy so he will be able to prepare himself and to continue the work he started which he did well. Mentoring was also very important in the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ. He mentored his disciples to be able to continue the work well. Now at this point, let me share briefly the meaning and importance and several blessings of mentoring others in the work of the Lord. Mentoring means it is an intentional and relational process for spiritual formation by which the mentor becomes the guide and model to the mentor. In mentoring, the attitude and character are more important than the skill and ability, although the skill and ability are also important in the ministry. Someone said that it is not mainly the talents and gifts that will bring us to success, but uh, it is the good attitude. Praise God. So let me share also some or several blessings of mentoring others. One, it will encourage and build up the next generation of leaders. I think you want that to happen, right? There will be a smooth transition from the outgoing leader to the incoming leader. The vision, mission, and goals of the church that were started will continue, for it will not be disrupted and put to waste. Good relationship will be maintained and even enhanced. The finishing leader will be joyful and be blessed. Yan ang gusto namin eh. I'll be 70 years old next year and I'll be retiring. Eh, itong gusto ko. Magiging joyful naman ako sa katandaan ko. <laughs> and I'll be blessed. But we need to mentor somebody. There should be mentoring in the church. Six, the incoming leader will have a good start, full of hope and faith to continue the entrusted ministry. 
No matter how good a leader is in leading the church, that leader will not be there forever. Diba? We need successors who are well prepared. I know many of us already have knowledge about Apostle Paul, but let me review you of several important things about Paul, the great mentor. Paul was a Jew born in the Roman city of Tarsus. He was proud of his Jewish heritage. He was circumcised on the eighth day of the race of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, Hebrew of Hebrew parentage. So zealous and devoted was he that persecuting the Christian was the natural way for him to show his devotion until he met Jesus and became his disciple. He wrote most number of books in the Bible, and he also left a good legacy on how we can mentor others for the glory of God. According to Eusebius, an early church historian, Paul was beheaded at the order of Emperor Nero. It occurred shortly after much of Rome was burned in fire, an event that uh, Nero blamed on the Christian in 67 AD. Paul died as a faithful servant of the Lord, faithful to his calling and commitment, including his ministry of mentoring. Timothy is a product of an effective uh, mentoring by the Apostle Paul. Paul was so proud with Timothy, being an obedient and faithful mentor. If I will have another chance, maybe in the future, it's nice to uh, deal with Timothy, uh, the obedient mentor. But for now, let us focus on the great mentor, the Apostle Paul. Let us now study a very important part of the ministry of Paul, which is a part of the success in running his spiritual race. This is when he mentored Timothy well to be the successor. I certainly believe, my brothers and sisters, that there will come a time in our Christian life and ministry that we also need to mentor someone to continue what God entrusted to us as our ministry to Him and pass it on to someone. Amen? Let me emphasize that what Paul did to Timothy was done because of the grace of God and his power through the Holy Spirit. Paul allowed himself to be used by God to mentor Timothy. We also need to do our best to mentor our mentors so the work of God will continue with good results. It can be done by the grace and God's power through the Holy Spirit. Brethren, we are not supposed to remain disciples, being discipled only, but we must also become disciples to disciple or mentors to others. Purihin po ang Panginoon. Is this your desire? Can you say amen? Alam niyo po, after our conversion, hanggang ngayon, marami na tayong nareceive, di ba? Nakatotohanan, we've learned a lot from Sunday schools, from the preaching, and from uh, the sharing, kahit na mga buhay ng mga pastor at mga ibang spiritual leaders. So, 
We have so many things already stored in our minds, in our hearts. Kaya dapat isir na natin yun. And we become disciples to others. Purihin po ang Panginoon. Kasi pag hindi natin ginawa yun, alam nyo ako ang tawag doon? Ang tawag doon ay spiritual hoarding. <laughs> Para kang nag-hoard ng asukal. <laughs> hindi maganda yun, di ba? So let us share and become mentors and disciples to others. I would like now to share several principles from the writings of the Apostle Paul in how God mentored Timothy through Paul. And it can happen to us also. And I believe that this is desire of the Apostle Paul because that is his legacy to all the believers. First, God enlisted Timothy through Paul. Una, itinala ng Diyos si Timotheo sa pamamagitan ni Pablo. This means that God chose Timothy through the Apostle Paul to be in the ministry. According to Acts chapter 16 verses 1 to 3, Paul met Timothy while he was traveling through Lystra. Paul discovered that Timothy was the son of a believing Jewish and a Greek father. And the people spoke highly of him. This is a good reputation. And a good reputation was a characteristic Paul valued very much. In fact, after revealing Timothy's excellent reputation, Acts 16.2 clearly states that Paul wanted to take him along in his journey to do ministry. This was after conversion of Timothy. Likewise, we become servants of the Lord after we believe and accepted Christ as our personal Savior. So all of us are all servants of God. Hallelujah. Amen. And we are saved to serve and to be disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. It was at this moment that Paul's relationship as the mentor and Timothy as the mentory started. Paul carefully selected Timothy to work with him in the ministry and ensures that he is the right person for the job. When Paul enlisted Timothy, he recognized the value of developing Timothy into becoming an effective minister to share the gospel of Christ. Paul recognized also the importance of enlisting a successor to carry on the gospel message, and he did it. So, matitignan natin na talagang naniniwala si Paul na there is no success without a successor. So, that's the reason why he trained Timothy. He was sure he enlisted the right person for the work of the Lord. This is a part of him finishing his race course, which is a part of his legacy to us believers. So, you see the connection. As leaders and believers today, this is a principle that is very important to emulate in our service to the Lord. This is the desire to enlist someone in the ministry. Enlisting the right person for God's work is equally as important in today's organization as it was during the time of Paul. This starts with the interest to the person, to mentor the mentory, and praying that this person will match the ministry you desire for him or for her. When a mentor perceives a match between the mentory and the work, 
there is satisfaction, there is motivation, and better commitment. So let us allow God to enlist our mentors through us with the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Let God use us, hallelujah, to enlist these people. And it could be done by the power of the Holy Spirit. Furthermore, God equipped Timothy through Paul. At sa kasinanay ng Diyos, si Timotheo sa pamagitan ni Pablo. As soon as Paul and Timothy's mentoring relationship started by enlisting him, God through Paul began equipping Timothy for the task of spreading the gospel of Christ. According to Acts chapter 17, verse 14, Paul's strategy for equipping Timothy actually began with an early challenge. While Paul was preaching in Berea, some of the Jews came to agitate the crowd. Immediately, Paul separated himself from Timothy and their partner Silas after giving them instruction to meet him in Athens. In the meantime, Timothy and Silas were charged with the task of nurturing the young congregation that Paul has established in Berea. In preparing Timothy for the ministry, Paul made sure that he was equipped for the task. Paul sets the pace with his life and challenged Timothy to learn by keeping up of the knowledge he taught him and emulate his lifestyle. Look at chapter uh, 3, verses 10 to 11 in 2 Timothy, it says, but you, Timothy, certainly know what I teach and how I live and what my purpose in life is. You know my faith, my patience, my love, and my endurance. You know how much persecution and suffering I have endured. You know all about how I was persecuted in Antioch, Iconium, and Lystra. But the Lord rescued me from all of it. Alam niyo mga kapatid, maraming mga leaders ngayon ang gusto nilang mag-enlist ng mga tao para sa ministry, para sa trabaho ng Panginoon. But they are afraid to equip them. Bakit kaya? There is that fear of insecurity. Marahil sinasabi nila, baka mas matalino ito kaysa sa akin. <laughs> Wag na lang i-equip ito. Baka masapawan pa ako nito. ba? Ganon yung mga leaders na iba. Wala dito sa church na ito yan eh. <laughs> Marami sa Pilipinas yan. Kaya takot, takot na takot silang mag-equip ng mga leaders nila. Baka nga naman masapawan sila. Now, insecurity is one of the worst weaknesses of the leaders. It's a bad attitude, for it will destroy the good things the former leader or leader started, if not overcome. So, ipanalangin natin, mga kapatid, na kung bisitahin tayo nitong si Mr. Insecurity, <laughs> i-rebuke na natin. Amen! We must not entertain it. Instead, let us look at the bigger picture. We are... Looking at the work of the Lord. Amen. Eh kung mas matalino siya, di purihin Panginoon. Di ba? <laughs> Praise God. It is for the glory of the Lord and for the expansion of His kingdom here on earth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Magsabi nga ng malakas na amen. 
Today, we call equipping as training and continuous training of the mentors. This contributes to the increase of their job satisfaction and commitment. Successful training programs include understanding of the work, an improvement of relationship with the other workers, which will bring positive outcomes. Leaders can ensure that the workers will receive satisfaction and improve their level of commitments. But the best thing, ito na, for a mentor to learn is to emulate the lifestyle of the mentor. Paul mentored Timothy by his godly lifestyle and character. And one of the best activity of Paul, you know, he is a praying man. Prayer, Paul, ito. Praise God. Pwede ba nating sabihin na ma-emulate yung mga mentors natin yung ating lifestyle? Baka takot tayo, baka iba yung uh, ma-receive niya. <laughs> o kumusta yung mga panalangin natin, mga kapatid? How is our prayer life? As leaders, may nagsabi sa Pilipinas, the least attended meeting in all the meetings is prayer meeting. Diba? Ang aaten, tatlong matatanda. Yung isa, bingi. <laughs> yung isa, inantok, natulog. Pero pag eating fellowship, ay, wag mo nang imbitayin yan. Nandyan na sila. At yung na hindi na-imbita, nag-imbita pa. <laughs> Anong klaseng lifestyle ang maipababahagi natin? It should be godly. Hallelujah. And that's the best thing that we could uh, give to the next generation of leaders. Yun ang legacy na maganda, yung character natin. Kaya nga dapat ma-develop eh. Kaya nga, ang design ni Apostle Paul is... Uh, from glory to glory, He's changing us. At yun ang ipamahagi natin sa next generation of leaders. Glory to God. So therefore, let us allow God to equip the mentors through us by providing training and most especially sharing our godly lifestyle and character with the leading of the Holy Spirit. Can you say amen? amen. Moreover, God empowered Timothy through Paul. Gayun din naman, binigyan ng Diyos si Timotio ng kakayanan o kakayahan sa pamamagitan ni Pablo. In addition to carefully selecting Timothy and equipping him for the ministry, God used Paul to mentor Timothy through empowerment. How did Paul empower Timothy? Number one, by revealing to him that he was called by God to the ministry. Ganda no, no, no? Paul emphasized these components of empowerment by revealing that Timothy was called by God to be a minister serving as an example of what it means to be one of God's workers. Look, look at Philippians chapter 2, 19 to 22. It says, If the Lord Jesus is willing, I hope to send Timothy to you soon for a visit. Then he can cheer me up by telling me how you are getting along. I have no one else like Timothy who genuinely cares about your welfare. <clears throat> All the others care only for themselves and not for what matters to Jesus Christ. But you know how Timothy has proven himself 
like a son with his father, he has served with me in the preaching the good news. In this passage, Paul described Timothy as one of a kind minister with a focus purely on Jesus Christ. Paul also stated that Timothy has proven himself because as a son with his father, he has served with me in the work of the gospel. Through this process of demonstrating to Timothy that he was called to serve God in ministry, Paul was able to increase Timothy's level of psychological empowerment. God can use us to discern the calling of others. Let me say that again. God can use us to discern the calling of others. Alam nyo, nung uh, nagsisimula ako, hindi pa yata ako pumasok sa Bible school, mayroong isang matandang babae na, uh, parang <laughs> maganda naman yung sinabi kasi, uh, he was talking about me entering the ministry. <laughs> parang uh, nagulat ako ng konti. Pero, patuloy yung isang Sinasabihan ako. And that's the start. In other words, she, she discerned my future uh, calling to the ministry. And she led me partly into the fulfillment of it. So, God can use us to discern the calling of our mentors, to discern the calling of other people in the church. Amen. They might be called to full-time ministry or other kinds of calling. Kasi minsan hindi nila nakikita yan. Pero God can use us. And I think this is true to some of you. It may, may be Pastor Joel. Somebody has discerned his calling. <laughs> and that's the start of realizing that you are called to the ministry. In addition to revealing Timothy's call to ministry, Paul empowered Timothy to be a good example in sharing the gospel. It is to build the kingdom of God. That's the goal of the ministry. To help build the kingdom of God. Not to build your own kingdom. And when you die, wala na rin mangyari sa kingdom na yan. Mawawala. Pero marami yan sa Pilipinas eh. They are all building their kingdom. Eh, nabalitaan mo, namatay. Pati yung kingdom nila, namatay na rin. <laughs> Pero tayo ay hindi... We are called to help build the kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. At kung natapos na yung ating paglilingkod, di wala na. We will be receiving a rewards there in heaven. Somebody has to take our place. Amen. Somebody has to take my place. Tama. And next year, 70 na ako eh. Alangan naman na uugod-ugod ka pa dyan na magpipritz. Eh, after 20 minutes, di mo na alam kung anong sinasabi mo. <laughs> ah, di pa bayaan mo na yung next generation? Ah, i-appreciate ka pa. Amen? Amen. Kasi yung pinipilit mo, sarili mo, baka iba na yung sinasabi mo. At baka sinasabi mong, kakakain mo lang, hindi ka pala kumain. Iuulianin <laughs> ka na. Buti nga, umabot ka sa 70 E sa Pilipinas, alam nyo ba ang lifespan ng mga lalaki? 69. Oh, bumaba na yata sa 68 eh. Yung mga babae, bumaba sa 69. Hindi ko alam kung bakit gano'n na mas mahaba ang mga babae. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> ganyan talaga. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. We need to pass 
to the next generation. By witnessing Paul's devotion to the preaching of the word and his approach to sharing the gospel, Timothy developed a greater understanding of the nature of the ministry. Paul also empowered Timothy by directing his attention towards the reason for ministry. So meron siyang encouragement dito. Let me just share four. Number one, the eternal rewards that awaited Timothy reminding him to continue doing the ministry. So meron tayong eternal rewards. In terms of past uh, uh, promise, Paul's strategy was to remind Timothy of the commitment he made to Christ to serve him. Paul reminded Timothy of the future promise of Christ's return, which can, be, which can happen anytime. And Paul pointed to Timothy the ultimate reason for zealously preaching the gospel. Well, it is the command of the sovereign God. Hallelujah. When we do it, God is to be honored forever. In other words, uh, this is obedience on our part. So as Timothy was empowered also by the Holy Spirit, who empowered the Apostle Paul, he is prepared to minister amidst the many challenges in the ministry. This can also encourage us to continue serving the Lord God despite the many challenges we face. Diba? So, that's part of the empowerment. Because in the ministry, you will be facing so many <laughs> challenges. And Jesus uh, stated that in John chapter 16, verse 33, where it says, I have told you these things so that you will have peace. In this world, you will have trials and tribulations. Hmm? But cheer up, because I have overcome them all. Hallelujah. So, wag yung sabihin na sa ministry, walang uh, challenges. Marami yan. Uh, iwan ko dito, meron kayo dito siguro. Sa Pilipinas, ang dami niyan. Inside and outside. Eh, mabuti nga yung outside na nanggagalingan ng mga ganyan eh. Pero kung inside na, mahirap yun. Talagang mas mahirap yun. But we expect that because we are in this world. But thank God, He, the Lord Jesus Christ, overcome it already. And there is the possibility that we can also overcome because He did it already. Amen. By the power of the Holy Spirit. Kahit nasa buhay natin, di ba? Lahat tayo may problema. Hindi ito ang walang problema. Huwag may taas ang kamay mo kasi magsisinungaling ka lang. Di ba? Kung wala, pa, wala ka pang uh, namimit, napiface, no problems, trials, sa ministry, sa buhay mo, maghintay ka. Darating yan. <laughs> because it's a part of life and ministry. Huh? Thank God, meron tayong Holy Spirit, glory to God, who empowers that. Well, we are called in the ministry. So part of the empowerment. Therefore, let us allow God to empower our mentors through us by affirming that they are called by God to do the ministry through the empowerment of our great helper. Alam niyo, gustong-gusto ko itong translation na ito eh. The helper, helper alongside. Uh, New King James uh, version siya ang nagbibigay niyan eh. Yung ibang rendition kasi kagaya ng uh, uh, King James pag, sina- pag binasa mo yan John 14.16, comporter lang. Parang ang kalalabasan nung Holy Spirit nagkukomport lang sa'yo. Pero yung translation na yan na helper, which I think uh, nearest to the original, 
He helps you in every way to face the challenges. Empowers you. Amen. Glory to God. Praise God. So finally, finally. Alam kung yun ang gusto niyong matirinig. God employed Timothy to work through Paul. Ito na yung maganda kasi preparado na siya. Itinalaga ng Diyos si Timotheo sa isang gawain sa pamamagitan ni Pablo. As Paul gained confidence in Timothy's competence as a minister, God employed Timothy through Paul in one of the most challenging ministerial works. This is to supervise the church at Ephesus. So, itinalaga siyang pastor <laughs> sa Ephesus Church. And you can find that in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 3, where it says, Paul urged Timothy to stay and minister in Ephesus. Paul had spent a great deal of time developing the church in Ephesus and was concerned about the spread of false doctrines and heresy amongst its members. The city of Ephesus was famous for its cult and temple dedicated to the worship of Artemis. Ephesus prevented the gospel with a formidable challenge and that it was a center of pagan worship. After hearing of the worsening condition of the church of Ephesus, Paul commissioned and employed Timothy to oppose the errors, correct the wrong interpretation, and return the church to the true doctrines. Timothy's employment among the members of the church in Ephesus was no easy task, but Paul trusted and even expected Timothy's effectiveness. Ito, maganda ito. Paul trusted Timothy. Ito yung mahirap gawin ng mga senior pastor kung minsan eh. Yung detrust, yung mentoring nila or mentee nila. But we can learn from this. Yeah. Because he knew, Paul knew that Timothy was called to the ministry. Paul gave Timothy clear instruction in how to oppose the heresies and how to preach the true gospel. In 1 Timothy chapter 1, 18 and 19, it says, Paul reminds Timothy of his obligation to the gospel because of his call to serve Christ by stating, Timothy, my son, I give you instruction in keeping with the prophecies once made about you so that by following them, you may fight the good fight. He also instructed Timothy to safeguard the faith, recognizing that the hardship involved in confronting false doctrines can challenge and even destroy his faith. Paul reminds Timothy that his instructions are to be carried out while holding on the faith and with a good conscience. Such advice points to maintaining sound doctrine and healing one's conscience rooted in the throats of the gospel. By offering Timothy the challenging position of handling the heresies in Ephesus, Paul gave him the opportunity to maximize his ministerial competences and increase his effectiveness as a servant Of God, Paul did not leave Timothy empty-handed to face the task, but give him instruction for the proper management of the situation in Ephesus. Not only that, we can see that Paul spent a considerable amount of time encouraging Timothy, strengthening Timothy in his personal spiritual life to persevere in the hardship he faced in Ephesus. Magandang gawin ito ng mga mentors. Mga kagaya kong medyo tumatanda na. Marami din sa inyo, di ba? Hindi lang pastor yan. Kahit na sa mga departments, whatever. 
Paul encouraged or strengthened Timothy to focus on three spiritual priorities of the ministry, which include the nourishment from God's Word, training in godliness, and the missions-minded approach to ministry. In terms of receiving nourishment from God's Word, Paul mentioned to Timothy that such a process is a lifelong event. Paul also urged Timothy to focus on training in godliness in order to serve as an example to the false teachers. Then Paul believed that the mission-minded approach to ministry would serve Timothy well as he addressed the heresies in the church at Ephesus. It means that salvation of souls is very important in the ministry. Paul tested Timothy's ministerial competences by employing him in a challenging environment, providing him with instruction for confronting the false teachers in Ephesus and offering great encouragement to his faith and ministry. To these leaders can follow Paul's example of effective mentoring by challenging and encouraging the workers to put to use their skills and talents. Yan. We all have skills and talents we can use in serving the Lord. Diba? Yan. Ang dapat nating isipin. Alam nyo, maraming uh, kapatiran sa loob ng church. Parang wala silang magagawa. Parang sabi nila, wala naman akong gift. Baka hindi nila na-recognize yun. Kaya ang gift nila, siguro, paupo-upo na lang doon sa ano. Uh, parang warmer, bench warmer ka nga. So wala. Kaya sa amin ng isang pastor, siguro mas magandang i-request na lang natin kung wala kayong nagagawa, wala kayong magagawa, wala kayong ginagawa. Di i-request na lang natin na mauna kayo sa langit. <laughs> Pero hindi totoo yun na wala tayong pwedeng gawin. All of us, at least mayroong isang gift. Di ba? Tanungin mo nga sa katabi mo. Ano ba ang gift mo? We all have skills and talents that we can use in serving the Lord God. Hallelujah. So we can be employed. Anong gagawitin natin? Yung ating mga talents. Amen. O tingnan nyo mga kabataan. Kanina ang galing prison worship. Kaya maghanda na kayo mga prison worship team. Kayo na, papalitan na kayo. <laughs> It's nice to see the children develop their skills and talents For the Lord. Hallelujah. We call this on the job training, di ba? They learn as they use their gifts and talents in doing ministry. Glory to God. Amen. So, ma-employ tayong lahat. Okay. Of course, siguro hindi pa perfecto yung ating uh, paggawa. Exercise ng ating mga gifts. But as we uh, use them, exercise them, may improve natin. So let us allow God to employ our mentors through us by allowing them to learn by doing, using their talents and skills. Greatly encourage them that they can do it. Surely, the Almighty God will help us through the power of the Holy Spirit. In conclusion, 
Paul's mentoring relationship with Timothy is described in three. Father to a son. Kundang relationship yun. Father to a son. Hallelujah. Kaya tayo mga matatanda, di gawin nating spiritual sons, spiritual daughters, di ba? Also, Paul refers to Timothy as his brother in the Lord. Also, brother pa. <laughs> And Paul is thankful to have Timothy as fellow minister of the gospel. Ang galing. Hallelujah. Paul's approach to mentoring Timothy was successful in developing him into ministerial leader. For our leaders today, they can prepare their mentors to confidently face the challenges of the future by following Paul's mentoring example, which includes enlisting the right people for the task, equipping them for competence to the task, empowering them for the success of the task, employing them for effectiveness in the task. So ito. God, through Paul, discovered, developed, and deployed Timothy successfully in the work of the ministry. It can also happen to us. Purihin po ang Panginoon. Hallelujah. God can use us to mentor others, to disciple others. Hallelujah. Now, ito. Paul then completed his race with success because he was confident He was able to pass the baton of responsibility to a capable mentor to continue the work he started. Let me include the rewards for faithfully completing the race, which includes effective mentoring, which is in verse 8 in the same chapter. It says, And now the prize awaits me, the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on the day of his return. And the prize is not just for me, But for all who eagerly look forward to his appearing. So in other words, this verse is saying that we are also included. We can also finish our race well. And we have these rewards. We will have these rewards as we faithfully serve the Lord and mentor others for the glory of his name. We must therefore allow God through the Holy Spirit, the given power, to do his part. To help us in our mentoring activities and for the mentors or the mentees or the disciples, they must also obey God through their mentors. The result of this mentoring was, we can see in the life of Timothy, Timothy became a victorious minister of the church at Ephesus, upholding the biblical truths shared to him by his mentor Paul, until he died at the age of 80 in Ephesus. If I try to see the history or the history of uh, Timothy, he became bishop in the church of Ephesus. Si Paul, hindi siya naging bishop eh. So in other words, parang, <laughs> tignan mo, umangat eh. Gusto ba natin yun, na aangat yung nasa baba natin, mas magaling sila. Hallelujah. In summary, ito. With God's direction through the Holy Spirit, greater victories will be experienced in church work by mentoring the next generation of church workers. Hallelujah. Amen? So, ganyan ang mangyayari sa ating church kung i-allow natin na gamitin tayo ng Panginoon to become mentors and disciples to others. So ito po ang aking panalangin at ating panalangin lahat. May the Lord God through the Holy Spirit use us 
to mentor and disciple others for the expansion of the work of God and for the glory of God alone. Salamat sa Panginoon sapagkat uh, kung tayo maging tapat, we will be receiving rewards there in heaven. Praise God. And I believe that uh, we can do it because we have the Holy Spirit who will continuously help us in doing this kind of ministry. Amen. Tayo po lahat ay tumayo at awitin natin yung old song. It's an old song, but the message still the same. Come, Holy Spirit, I need you. Yan ang awitin namin noon pa. Come, Holy Spirit, I need you. Come, sweet Spirit, I pray. Salamat, Panginoon. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. With this truth that is found in the writings of the Apostle Paul. Hallelujah. And may we catch this legacy of the Apostle Paul to become disciples or mentors to others so that there will be success and continuous success and victories will be experienced in the work inside the church. Glory to God. Lord, help us to humble, especially the leaders, especially us. Hallelujah. To give chances to the next generation. Glory to God. And if they are better, so be it. Hallelujah. Because they will be facing so many more challenges that probably we did not face in the past but we allow your Holy Spirit hallelujah to give us that kind of spirit Lord so that we will experience more victories more souls to be answered in your kingdom more souls to be used hallelujah more workers to be used in your kingdom and your Expanded, and your name will be glorified. I pray for this church. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You love these people. You love this church. It's not an accident that this church has been for so long. I believe that there are greater ministries waiting, you know, to many people of this church. I pray that you will continue your anointing. Hallelujah. Pray for the leaders of this church. Hallelujah. Pray for all of us to take the challenge to disciple others, to mentor others for the glory of your name. Glory to God. Salamat Panginoon. And thank you for this opportunity of sharing your word from your word. In Jesus' name we pray. And all the people will say, Amen. Salamat po sa pakikinig. Thank you, Pastor Caput, for that reminder challenge.
to discover, to develop, and deploy. My prayer is that we will be a mentoring church. The next generation, each other. Let's just raise a hand and receive the benediction. Peace to peace be to the brothers and love with faith. For God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be with all who love our Lord Jesus Christ with love incorruptible. We thank you, Lord, for the message we have received today. I pray, Lord, that your Holy Spirit will convict and challenge all of our hearts that we are called to live our purpose. In one areas, Lord, is to mentor, disciple the people around us and even, Lord, the next generation. And I pray that we will discern, we will discover, we will develop and deploy these people, your people, that you have brought in our lives. I pray for your anointing and strength for my brothers and sisters as they will face this brand new week. May they experience you in a powerful way. We give you glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody say, Amen, Amen. Let's give the Lord a clap offering. Just turn to somebody and tell that person, let's mentor together. God bless everyone. See you next Sunday.